Welcome to the New Vision Podcast. Hello, thank you so much for listening to the New Vision Podcast. My name is Adi Fred Max. We are discussing family matters and the legalities that surround them. And I'm privileged to be hosting um, Madam Ayebali Goretti. She's from uh, Justice Centers Uganda. You're most welcome. Thank you, Max. Okay. Today we're going to be talking about some of the violence that has been happening, especially during this season, violence within the family, violence against children, uh, domestic violence between the husband and the wife, and then everything else that surrounds it. But before we get there, uh, briefly tell us about Justice Centers Uganda. Uh, thank you very much once again, Matt. Uh, thank you to the people who are listening to us. My name is Goreth Ayevale from Justice Centers Uganda, and I'm a center manager at Justice Centers Uganda Mengo Center. Justice Centers Uganda is a government project uh, which was put in place to provide free legal aid services to the poor and vulnerable communities. The work that we do, we do a lot of community awareness empowering communities to realize their rights. So we do a lot of sensitization. We go in communities and teach people. We teach women. We teach girls. We teach. We go to schools. Right now the schools are closed, so we can't go to them. Mm. We can only reach through them on media. We do a lot of prison outreaches. People who have overstayed in prison without being heard. We do, actually, we do a lot of creating awareness. Mm. And then we do mediation. For us, we believe that it's better to try out and conclude your, your case out of court. Because once it gets in court, the process is too long. When the mediation fails, we do litigation. Mm. We are professional advocates. So we always go to court and defend your case as mm. long as the case has merit. We don't take on cases without merit. So mm-hmm. when you come to Justice Centers Uganda and we give you the advice, take it as the advice that we have given to you. For us, we are free, yes, but we are paid enough money to take care of your cases. So make use of us. If you know that you can't afford a lawyer, please come to Justice Centers Uganda. We shall give you a lawyer. Our services are not for everyone. Some people think like, I think since Justice Centers can do a better service for me, let me go there. Mm-hmm. We always handle the poor of the poorest. You must be really poor. And you might ask me, how do you know how, that I'm poor? Yes, yes, that's what I was going to ask. <laughs> we don't look at how you're dressed. You don't, we don't see how you have come. You could come when you're actually vulnerable. Mm. You'd come when you're really too smart and everything, but when you have been defied, you have lost all your morale, you need mm. counseling. You could come when you are a widow. Maybe you have land here. You have lots of land mm. and your widow. Mm. And then you really feel like we don't fit within our system. Mm. We have a means and merit test that we subject you to. So when you come to us, you're supposed to answer our questions that we have we, as we ask you. They are not really difficult questions. We are just trying to assess, does you really, do you really have the means of affording a lawyer? And does your case really has merit? If the case doesn't have merit, we advise you and close it. If your case has merit and you have passed a means test that you can't afford a lawyer, that is having 50 and above, we take on your case. Okay. Thank you so much, Goretti. Now, violence within the families. Yes. This has been happening a lot, especially during this pandemic time where mm. you find the man is at home, the woman is at home. Some people have lost jobs. You know, the children are at home. Uh, probably they do not have enough necessities mm. as before. Has this been brought to your attention and have you been able to handle them? Okay, uh, initially when the lockdown had just started, that was around uh, when it was coming to end of March, 
there yes. was a total lockdown mm. of the whole country whereby no movement was allowed everyone was supposed to stay at home whoever was supposed to work he was supposed to work at home even justice centers was not an exception okay. so we are also supposed to work at home now the only thing that remained active was the toll free line all mm. centers all over the country like i said we have to have centers all over the country each center has a toll free line whereby if you want to reach out to justice centers for any kind of advice you call on that line so specifically for the mango center the person moved with that phone at home and record all the names all the calls that came in okay. and give the advice accordingly mm. but there are cases whereby you don't give advice where they need intervention mm. either you need to move out and you go and help this person or you need to follow up or you need to file a case so you could find that actually even moving out was not possible mm. so most of our cases would end at advice it was so frustrating because it's really not doesn't make any sense if i call you and i tell you i want food for example mm. yet i just tell you go and find a food it's in the market and i can't give it to you so that was more or less the point mm. someone would call us and tell us that actually this is what hap- what is happening in my home mm. but we couldn't do anything we can't come to home someone will tell you i cannot move all the way from matuga from where i'm staying to matuga police mm. under normal circumstances the person already knows what they're supposed to do mm. but they're expecting a remedy from justice centers we would have followed up mm. gone picked you up registered your case at police and followed up but even as our hands were tied so this lockdown initially truly really affected us mm. affected our clients and affected the people that we work with the only good thing is that we work with community based volunteers and these community volunteers are not all over okay. so for example if i talk of kampala mm. we have two projects at mengo center we have the un women project which has over 100 community based volunteers but they're not properly facilitated okay. so you can't okay. really bump on them to do whatever they want mm. and we have the dgf volunteers DGF volunteers, these ones are more bit facilitated, but they are very few in Kampala. There are only three. So if oh. someone calls you from an area where That's there is no community, yes, mm. very small, it means that person is not going to be helped. Mm. But for the people who are within the areas of community-based volunteers, what we would do, we would ask the volunteer to walk to that place okay. and try and settle the matter. And somehow they would come up with settlements. But now for those who could not come to us would simply advise. Mm. We received a lot of complaints during that period. Mm. Most mm. of them were on domestic violence. The men were complaining my wife is no longer respecting me mm. because he's seeing me at home and is wondering I'm not bringing anything. Mm. The women would be complaining the man has gone away with a relief food and taken all the husband I'm pregnant. There is nothing I can do. Mm. The guy is not doing anything. We don't have anything. We don't have food. The children they go they come back when the curfew time has reached they are become unruly. So I actually think of the person who are receiving these calls most of them were on domestic violence and mm. I think even her so she might have been going crazy mm. you're listening to all these things but there is nothing much that can be done so as the lockdown is the bit mm. the good thing is that we have a relationship with our various stakeholders it is very comfortable for me to drive my car without the police okay the police might understand because i come from justice centers and i have a cause to why i am moving but the stickers were not all that given to each and everyone and we have only one government vehicle the vehicles support us a lot and we really thank the donors who have invested in us the vehicles so for this vehicle we could go to our clients but you can't imagine to go you can't manage to go you to each and move all over all over the country with mm. only one vehicle so for those that we could manage we could go to them and settle their issues one thing these people forgot is that 
COVID was not going to stay here for good. Like right now, okay, it is there, mm. but now we are living with it. We are relaxed. Yes, now. we are relaxed. Mm. Things are going on. Mm. But people thought the lockdown was there forever. Mm. They forgot that once it has ended, matters are going to go ahead. Mm. You will be f- put in court. Mm. Anything will happen. For them, they thought it was like that. You know, they were going to say, Misango, to Jivunda. To Jivunda. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Thank you very much. Yes. So that is, yeah. that's what they used to think. So right now, as we speak, mm. there are so many cases now which are coming up because now the thing is open. Actually, we had so many cases of child neglect. Okay. Whereby we had even court orders and mm. uh, perpetrators were supposed to be paying maintenance. The mm. moment lockdown came in, even those who could afford, they stopped paying. They all because they used the excuse of yes, COVID. They used yeah. the excuse of COVID. Mm. And they knew there was no way we could arrest them. And even police right now, they were not even... Folk. Police was like, we are focusing on presidential guidelines. Those yes. other cases were not essential. Yes. So you'd even waste your time. They were defaulting. Mm. Now, they are looking at the money. Even those who could afford, because you're going to pay the arrears, it has become too much for you to pay. So for those guys who are really there and you're still thinking that these things are not ending, they will end. Just comply mm. with the court order. Does. If you're supposed to pay money, pay it. Mm. There is one who really amused me and said, "You know what, council? The land where I collect rent to be paying, to be paying fees mm. for, uh, to be paying maintenance for the children, tenants are not paying." So yes. I cannot maintain the children. And I asked for you, how are you surviving? Yeah. If for you, you cannot maintain the children, how are you surviving? Yeah. He says, you see, I went back in, in the village. I'm running for a council or something in change. <laughs> I even felt like collapsing. <laughs> By the time you get into campaign, yes. don't it tell means me you, actually have, you money have something you that you mm. can spend. Actually, I was too annoyed. Mm. So I told him, you know what, the next time, let this, actually at the end of this month, mm. if it ends, just tell me that I can go and collect that money directly from the tenants because it's the same money that he's removing from there and taking yeah. the other side. Yes. So there is a way COVID has affected people. Mm. Families, a lot of domestic violence is going on, mm. but then the reporting mechanism is a little bit slow. And I think, I wish how government could take it more serious mm. and look into these perpetrators of domestic violence, especially during this period of COVID. People would be a little bit relaxed. Mm. They're actually relaxed. But if they if the court became so serious, they arrest because it's very right now it's very hard to get out of a prison. Yes. Very, very hard to because, be released yes. is really hard. So if you get there, mm. it catches you. What I'm requesting is that let people comply with. Most of the violence issues, uh, we had a lot of maintenance, child neglect, people are running out with relief food. Mm. Others would even ask justice centers, can you give us food? We don't have the money to give people food. We only provide legal services. We had a lot of issues of sexual violence. Mm. Even parents have withdrawn their duties. I don't know whether the children have become unruly. They mm. feel like because we are at home, we can do anything. Mm. How can a child come and tell you, buy me a phone? Because everyone is on the phone. For you, poor, you cannot buy for me a phone. And then you also just look on. And that's a child telling the dead, yes. Mm. Everyone is studying from the phone. For you, can't buy me a phone. How about that child who is in Ichanamukaka, deep in the village? Mm. The mother has a small phone. Mm. You think that person doesn't want a smartphone? Mm. So I think even children, if there are children who are listening, I think you need to become a little bit disciplined. Mm. We've Mm. had a lot of cases at police where parents are carrying their own children to the police. But I think we shouldn't go up to that extent mm. of taking the children. Let us first discipline our own children. Mm. Uh, uh, we are appealing, yes, for the religious religious institution to open because they play a lot of uh, a lot of 
work in disciplining these children but we can still do it at home let's mm. get down and pray with our children mm. so that we can change their mindset they are mm. too idle they are doing a lot of things mm. on those smartphones that you have you're giving them mm. others even lock themselves in their rooms and they start talking things that you don't understand of mm. course mature things so we even us as parents have given them a lot of time mm. to do what is unnecessary so let us get back Instead of reporting the children to the police, we should be able to take charge. Mothers trading their children into sex to get something. Yes. That is not right at all. We've heard of cases being reported to us. Now this is directly whereby a boss impregnates the maid, the housemaid, mm. and denies everything. I don't know anything. So in such circumstances we come in we report cases to the police. Mm. We follow up with the state attorney to ensure that these cases are actually prosecuted. Okay. Most cases sometimes they die at the police level but if you come and you feel like the police has somehow not handled, not well handled your case. my case very well. Mm. These are our stakeholders. Mm. You as a person they might not have a lot of confidence in you, but when we come in as justice centers they know that we're not going to just follow up there, we are going to go up to the top. Yes. So yes. they always act at least. So least. they should always come back and report. Yes, mm. definitely. I know we've gone about our time, but then um, there are some people during this time who have been uh, dismissed from work illegally. Their, mm. their, their contracts have been cancelled. Mm. Um, have you also been handling some of those okay. cases? Okay, now we have received a lot of cases. Okay, not when we go on media like now, we are here right now, people call in okay. and they give us that kind of feedback. A lot of it. Mm. I've been disp- dismissed from work. Mm. Uh, my landlord is taking me out of my house. But what I want, I want us to know people who are here. If you're the employer and you're employing somebody, regardless of the situation, you're not supposed to terminate someone who's contract, contract without following the legal procedure. By all means, it's going to come with legal implications. And for us who are the employees, let us know our terms of contract. If your contract has ended and your employer has decided not to extend it, don't think they have terminated your contract. It just ended and because of the period, mm. they didn't terminate it. There are those people who are coming up like that. Now, someone would want to know how do we get in touch mm. with Justice Centers Uganda? Okay, for those who want to get in touch with us at Justice Centers, we have a toll-free number. It is 0 110 Okay. 0800 or you can come directly to our offices. They are located at Mengo Court, Chief Magistrate's Court. The, the whole of the last floor is Justice Centers Uganda. Mm. So even when you've just come in at the reception, you can ask for Justice Centers Uganda, mm. and then you can be able to reach us. Centers are also okay, spread uh, in different towns. We have towns. other centers spread around. And actually, the toll-free number that I have given you, 0800-100-210. Mm. That is the Mengo Center. It ends with a zero. Okay. So from the zero, just add on one, two, three, four, the last number, okay. for you to be able to reach out to the other centers. The next nearest center, we have Ginger, mm. Masaka, we have Mukono. Okay. So we have Mubende, we have Mbale, we have Lira, we have Tororo, we have Fort Poto, we have Kasese, we have Bundibujo, and deep in the west we have Hoima Center. We have 12 centers all together, and we all do the same things. The Kasese and Bundibujo Center, these are UN women-funded centers, so they deal more with women issues. 
Thank you, Goriti Ayebari, for joining us for this podcast. Ayebari Goriti is a lawyer and she's from Justice Centers, Uganda. This podcast is brought to you in partnership with DGF. One of the things you shouldn't forget to do is to download the New Vision Digital Experience app on your phone. Your life will never be the same again. News consumption has totally changed and with this app, you will never go wrong. Go to Google Play or Apple Store and download the New Vision Digital Experience. Thank you so much for listening. Um, let's meet again next time. Have yourselves a blessed time. You've been listening to the New Vision Podcast. 